Hi everyone, welcome back to Child of Surviving a Narcissistic Cult. Um, last week I did not have an episode come out because I was out of town, but as promised in the last episode, I'm going to be talking about forgiveness today. Um, so I wanted to start out actually with a story to lay some groundwork and some trust between us because I know that forgiveness is a hard topic especially when you're dealing with complex trauma, often PTSD, and a lot of abuse that has gone on for sometimes decades. As a child of a narcissist, I know personally I've struggled with the concept of forgiveness and it's taken me a long time to truly understand what it is. So we'll start out with a little story something that has happened to me in my life so that you understand that I really understand and empathize with you with the struggle that is forgiving a narcissistic parent. So in this story, I am 16 years old. I'm living on a farm, an 11-acre farm in rural Oregon with my parents. It's where I went to high school and where I went to a few years of college. I had just woken up, I was getting ready for school, and I went outside to check on my horses. I had two at the time, and we had had a storm come through during the night, and some pretty high winds. The high winds had actually knocked their gate open, and they had gotten out. One of my horses had run through an area of yard that was being dug up and having a sprinkler system put in and she had a really bad fracture to her back left leg so bad that the bone was sticking out that day I had to put down one of my best friends it was hard for me to make friends at the time and my horses were my everything flash forward couple of weeks I was dealing with that grief of losing an animal that I loved so much and I was trying to talk to my mom about it in the living room I was asking why God would allow something like this to happen I was heartbroken and my dad overheard my narcissistic parent and he came in angry that I would question God about anything and really only having heard part of the conversation but tried to put me on the phone with my sister to make me feel shame for having questioned God and when I refused and tried to leave he threw me back onto the couch and I lost it at that point I started screaming at him and he hit me so hard I saw stars. I felt in that moment being hit in the face that hard I felt like I wanted to tackle him to beat him up and I'm not <laughs> I'm not that kind of a person I'm a fairly thin girl and it's just not reasonable for me to tackle my six foot two father Anyhow, that's how I felt. I was in a rage. And let's take this further. 
a year later when my mom had separated from him and we went into family counseling. Um, the situation was brought up and he denied in front of my mom, who was there and saw it, in front of my best friend's mother, who was accompanying me in the therapy session, me, and the therapist, he blatantly lied and said that he had never hit me, ever. It is really difficult to forgive someone who won't even acknowledge the harm that they've done, who claim that it's never happened. It has been a long, long journey for me to come to a point in my life where I am willing and able to let go and release that chain between myself and my father and walk away. And that is just one story of what is countless that I have in my memories that I live with consistently. And I know that you guys also have memories and stories and years of living in fear and having to question yourself because nothing that you remember or that you bring up is ever validated. It's really difficult to live with that much cognitive dissonance and that much gaslighting and to come out of that on the other side and try to put the pieces together. It is beyond difficult. It is something that someone who's never gone through it would, they can't comprehend. And that's why I'm here with you today to talk about these things because I don't want you to feel like you're alone and that no one else understands what you're walking through. But in today's episode, I really, really want to talk to you about forgiveness because it has been such a key part of my healing and I cannot advocate for it enough. Contrary to what a lot of people say, forgiveness isn't something that you do once and it's just taken care of. It's not like the super emotional moment where you're just sitting there and you just feel like you want to forgive someone. It doesn't happen like that. At least not in my case. Forgiveness has been a choice. And I think it's important that it is a very level-headed choice because chances are most of the things in our life, I know for me, most of the things in my life I've done out of heightened emotion, whether it be fear or hope that someone will accept me or because I think that it's what someone else wants me to do. It needs to be something that you've thought through that you understand all of the details about and you say, yes, this is what I want. This is how I want to move forward. And to really understand forgiveness, I think it's really important to understand what forgiveness is not. Growing up in a legalistic Christian family, what I now consider to be a narcissistic cult, um, it gave me a very skewed perception of what forgiveness actually is. It was used as a tool to manipulate me and to manipulate those who were being abused by saying, you need to forgive because that's what God wants. But it never really 
grasped the fact that forgiveness does not equal trust. And I want you to listen to that again. Forgiveness does not mean that you trust that person. You can forgive someone all day long and still know they hurt you and not trust them or let them near you to do it again. Forgiving someone, it also doesn't mean that what happened was okay. It doesn't mean that you're healed and that everything's fine now. It's not saying that you don't care about what happened. And ironically, it is actually, the act of forgiveness is actually fully acknowledging that you have been seriously wronged. Consider this. No one who has not done something wrong or harmed someone needs forgiveness. It just, they don't need it. I mean, if I haven't hurt someone, they don't have a reason to forgive me. It's really acknowledging that there has been something horrible done that you actually need to forgive them. And when it comes to narcissism, they don't like to admit that anything has even happened. I mean, they will gaslight you to the end of time. They don't want to say that they have done anything wrong. But it's important for your growth and for your healing to say, yes, yeah, something did happen and something was so wrong and I have been seriously harmed. I'm traumatized. I have mental shit that I'm going to have to work through for the rest of my life because of this person. And that is why I need forgiveness. Growing up for me, feeling like forgiveness was something that I had to give um, that was required by a God that my parents saw a certain way. Um, it felt mandatory and not understanding that forgiveness did not equal trust really gave me a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't want to talk about forgiveness. I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, especially when it came to my father. It just felt impossible because the harm was still happening, it was still being done, it was still active, and I didn't have an escape. Forgiveness at that point in my growth and in my life felt unsafe. And I recognize that if you are still in an abusive situation, forgiveness can feel unsafe if you don't understand what it actually is. Especially when it comes to religious abuse, spiritual abuse, it can feel like it is being used against you. It is being used as a tool to, to bury the abuse and to pretend that it didn't happen. I'm telling you right now, it's real. What you're going through is real. It's happening. I want you to feel validated in your experience because I know that there are is very little likelihood that whoever is perpetrating this abuse or whoever has perpetrated the abuse will not validate it for you. You need to validate it for yourself and you need to understand that forgiveness does not mean that you trust that person. 
but what it is is it is a release of a debt when I left home I was so angry and I had every right to be angry I was bitter I was pissed off and that anger just lay inside of me and it smoldered and it it didn't do any good for me I mean feeling it was a validation of sort but it led me down a very dark path I was still hurting myself um, I started into abusive relationships because that's what ignited my anger even more and I started punching telephone poles anything that I could do to hurt myself and to see blood on my body I was so angry and I took it out on myself and for some people they take it out on other people which begs the question do you want to be the person that hurt you or do you want to be better do you want to heal do you want to be someone that other people can turn to and that was the question that I had to ask myself who do I want to be because anger and bitterness it wasn't it wasn't giving me the tools that I needed to heal it was making me sick now this is what a lot of people don't like to talk about or haven't gotten to when it comes to forgiveness but forgiveness is comes at a crossroads of anger hate bitterness one way and forgiveness hope joy is the other direction there is no other way at least not that I have found in my life you either choose to hate that person relentlessly and it consumes you it destroys any good in you I don't want that for you or you choose consciously to release that debt knowing full well that you still have to deal with the baggage it's a hard choice it's not an easy one but you get to keep your humanity you get to let go you get to maybe not think about that person so much in a year or two years down the road when you've really worked through your healing I'll tell you right now I am nine years in almost a decade in and it's amazing how little I think about my father it's wonderful it feels great because I used to think about it all the time it used to consume me I used to wake up in the morning and cry and feel that livid rage in me how could this have happened to me God why did you let this happen to me but forgiving my father has been the most wise choice I have ever made in my life and it didn't come from my own wisdom it came from a place of grace that was years beyond me and I'm grateful that I was able to discover it now I want you to understand that forgiveness for me the act of it it required me to go no contact because forgiveness is hard enough for things that have already happened but if I'm constantly putting myself at risk to be harmed again it just makes it that much harder for me to move forward and for me to release that debt 
if you are still in contact with the narcissist in your life, your narcissistic parent, it can be very difficult for you to enact forgiveness and really live it out. If you are in at home with nowhere to go, it's very difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible, I'm just saying it's very difficult. And it may likely require you to go gray rock, where you just don't engage with them at all under any circumstances. Even if you are in the same house, you just do not respond to anything that they say or do. Above all, though, forgiveness is your choice. Whether it happens today or a year from now, it is in your time and it is your choice. I know that growing up with a narcissistic parent, you likely didn't have a lot of choice. You were told what to do, you were controlled, and there was a constant power over you. It's important for you to find your own voice and make your own decisions in your own time. Things don't happen overnight, and I know that forgiveness definitely does not happen overnight. You have to really understand it, and you have to really want it. When you're tired of being angry, when you're worn out from your bitterness, when you want to feel compassion again, when you want to live in love, that is when you find forgiveness. But anger, it is something you have to work through. I'm not saying it's all bad, because it's not. Anger is a very real and necessary reaction to wrongdoing. Anger is import an important emotion. So work through it. Push into it. Don't be afraid of it, and don't let it overcome you. You are you. You are not your emotions. Your emotions do not own you. You own them. Start to live in your power a little bit. Realize that you have more strength than you've ever been given credit for. You are more than you know. And you have so much hope and so much future to look towards. That concludes our time together today. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. And if you want to talk about this more or just share your story with me, uh, you can contact me over on Instagram at joe.frost. That's J-O dot F-R-O-S-T. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to hear where you are in your journey of healing. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys next week.